Do you ever feel like a broken record on social media? Like you're constantly talking about the same things, yoga, meditation, and you're asking people to sign up for your stuff, your classes, your workshops, etc. It can be really easy to feel like you're bothering people, like you're a broken record, and that people are going to get sick of you. This episode is going to be a content refresh. What to do when you feel like you're a broken record, and some mindset shifts to take with you, because as we all know, social media is not real. So this is going to be a really good episode. Sit back, relax, and I can't wait to dive in. Welcome to the Yoga Biz Podcast, the number one podcast for bite-sized business advice for yoga teachers. If you're just getting started building out a marketing and business plan for your yoga business, you're in the right place. Now, before we get started, make sure you head down to the show notes and download my free content planning and strategy training with a free template. And make sure you hit subscribe on wherever you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. Welcome back, everyone. This is a content refresh episode. I'm super excited because as you all know, I'm on this journey with you. I'm an entrepreneur. I took my business full time a couple years ago, but honestly, I feel all the same things that you all are feeling, just like your yoga students feel a lot of the same things that you're feeling on their mats. So we're kind of in this together. And lately, I have personally been feeling like a broken record. Like I'm talking about the same things over and over and over again. If you tuned into the last episode on here, episode 132, we talked about planning out a launch for your yoga program and a big roadblock that comes up whenever you're mapping out these phases, right? We talked about how a launch can last anywhere between four and eight weeks. It can be really, really common and really easy to fall into this pitfall of, you know what? I feel like a broken record. I'm just going to stop talking about my program. Some of you might be raising your hand and saying, oh yeah, Meg, like I had planned on talking about my program for a couple weeks and I got bored of hearing myself talk about it. So I just stopped and then no one enrolled or maybe just a few people enrolled. All right. So we're going to like press pause. We're going to do like full body reset here in this episode. I actually want to start off by taking a deep breath. So if you're driving, if you're sitting and listening to this episode on your couch, in your bed, just pause. I mean, if you're driving, don't pause, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Kind of just like let everything kind of just drift away for a second. Take a deep breath in, really fill up your lungs and then open your mouth and exhale, sigh it out. Beautiful. Just drop in. The breath is a beautiful reminder that repetitiveness has power. And every breath, every intentional breath we take can teach us something new about ourselves. And this is 100% relevant in business as well. I know we sometimes struggle to make those connections between our yoga practice and our business. And that probably has something to do with some kind of inherent guilt that we have about being business owners. But the truth is, there's so much to learn from repetitiveness. Just like every sun salutation, you can find something new to learn, to dig deeper into. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. The first part of this episode is resetting our mindset around being a broken record. And then the second part of this episode is actual like content ideas where we can switch things up because getting bored of our content is a very, very real thing. But here's a way that I want you to think about your content. 
And we're going to talk about this in the context of a launch. So I'm going to run with the example that you're launching a three month yoga program for burnt out corporate employees. This is something that one of our past YBA clients ended up doing. It's three months of yoga, meditation, journaling, all these practices that she's super passionate about bundled into a three month program. So a three month program is a pretty big thing. So I honestly recommend an eight week launch period where you're talking about this program. So what happens when you're two weeks in and you're like, damn, my audience is probably sick of hearing me talk about this. I'm done. And if they wanted to sign up, they would have by now. Here's the truth. And we talked about this in the last podcast episode. The first half of your launch, you're, you're still growing your audience. You're getting people in the door. You're introducing this topic. And in the context of this example, you're starting to get people thinking about the fact that they're burnt out from their corporate jobs, that they need to make a change or else they're headed down the road of burnout. A big part of that first half of your launch is just literally getting people reflecting and thinking about that. So maybe you're hosting some sessions where you're having them journal, talk, communicate, maybe meditate, but you're bringing this issue that a lot of people have to the forefront of their mind. And through your content, through your opt-ins, you're getting new people in the door. So that's the first thing I really want to emphasize and highlight. There's new people coming in all the time. So if you sit down for a week and you post on Instagram about, you know, the concept of utilizing yoga as a tool to relax as a corporate employee, you might feel like, wow, I've talked about this five times this week, but you might have new people in your audience who are just starting to hear this from you. So it's really important to keep that in mind. And the people who do follow you, who are already in your community, are not seeing every single piece of your content. Social media shows about four to 5% of your audience, your content, four to 5%. That's four to five people for every 100 followers you have. And if you're using all the tools that I've taught you and you have an email list, about 30 to 40% of your email list is opening up each email which is a much higher percentage, don't get me wrong. If you haven't started an email list, definitely do so. You can learn more in episode 73. But the main takeaway is that your whole entire community is not seeing every single piece of content you are putting out. So while you might feel like a broken record, you are most likely not being perceived as a broken record. The third mindset shift I really wanna drive home is that it's okay for people to hear things multiple times. In fact, the universal rule of marketing is that people need to hear things about seven different times before they even digest it, before they even start to really think about it. I mean, think about when you turn on the TV and you see a commercial for bounty paper towels. It's not like you're looking at that commercial and you're like, We get it, Bounty. Like, we know. Next time we buy paper towels, we'll buy from you. No, you look at that commercial and you're like, they're just doing their marketing. They're keeping themselves top of mind. That's what we're doing as business owners. So when we feel like a broken record, just remember that there's always new people coming in. The algorithm is not showing your stuff to every single person in your audience. And it's okay for people to see things multiple times. Heck, if you listen to this podcast episode... You've probably heard me say some of these things multiple times. 
just like that deep breath we took at the beginning of this podcast episode and just like every sun salutation you've ever done, these practices are going to hit a little different every single time you hear them. Okay? All right. If things are still feeling a little stale to you, I have some other tips and tricks that I want to offer to you. And I want to give a shout out to one of my clients, Jessie. I know she listens to the podcast. So shout out to Jessie because I feel like she has really come a long way with her content throughout the time that we've worked together. And there's a couple of things I want to highlight about her story. And the one big breakthrough I feel like we had when we worked together is when you feel like your content isn't really reaching people like they're seeing it but they're not really digesting it it's time to dig a little bit deeper so jesse and i worked together on creating a restorative yoga program an online restorative yoga program and something she said to me was no one knows that they want restorative yoga or something a variation of that no one knows that they want it so i talk about it and i talk about it and i talk about it and no one really knows that they want it until they do it, but I can't get them to do it if they don't know that they want it. And what we did is we dug a little bit deeper into her story. Now I'm not gonna tell her full story because I, it's not my story to tell, but I want you to think about what brought you to these practices that you're teaching your students. In the context of Jessie's story, what brought you to restorative yoga? When we dug a little bit deeper, she mentioned that she got into restorative yoga by being in a different class, a Pilates yoga class that was much more fast paced. And a restorative yoga ended up coming in, a restorative yoga teacher ended up coming in and teaching a restorative yoga class. So she didn't walk into that space asking for restorative yoga. It was something that was offered in conjunction with something else. So sometimes our content really just needs to meet people where they're at. And that can honestly be a tricky, tricky, roadblock that we find in our content. So dig deeper into your story. What brought you to this practice? What attracted you on social media, in emails, things like that, that led you to the practices that you are now teaching? Okay, so when your content feels stale, when you feel like you're kind of banging your head against the wall with your content, like you're just yelling, do yoga, try yoga, do these things to your audience, It's time to go a little bit deeper. Most likely, you're not reaching them where they're at in their journey. Another really important tip, trick that I want to drive home, and this is something that we've been working on with our YBA students, and we've actually made a lot of changes to YBA to really drive this point home in the first month. Stop consuming so much business content and go be a student again. Okay, so if your newsfeed is full of business coaches, start doing some unfollowing. If you're just constantly consuming more and more and more strategies, pause, put your blinders up, and just go out and implement. Just go out and craft that program, put it out into the world, and see what happens. There's definitely a point when we start to get into our own heads about content And it really leads us down this road of never feeling like it's good enough, okay? So put your blinders up, go online and start unfollowing some business coaches. Like, trust me, you're probably consuming more like marketing and sales strategies than you even realize. And just start taking these little tidbits of wisdom 
and actually putting them into action. It's just like our students. A lot. I, this just happened to me this past weekend. I, I can't even make this up. I was talking to one of my friend's aunts and she told me that she has been saying she's going to try a yoga class for almost five years. I feel like that's very relevant to yoga teachers who sit around on ideas and they say they're going to launch them and they really just hesitate for whatever reason. So imagine what you would say to my friend's aunt who is hesitant, who's nervous, who doesn't feel confident going and taking a yoga class. You would tell her to just go and try. And if you sit there and you just observe or you just breathe, that's yoga. That's beautiful. That's a step. So that's what I want for you in this sort of content refresh episode. I want you to go and take a step. The last little bit of wisdom I have here is change the type of content you're creating. If you feel like a broken record, you're constantly putting out like long captioned social media posts, try switching up the type of content you create. You don't have to completely scrap the actual content, right? Like you probably have some really good stuff that you could recycle into a new type of content. That honestly, it allows your audience to consume your content from like a different perspective and different parts of their brain are being used and it might land a little bit differently. I do this every once in a while where I really dive into Instagram reels for a while. I really dive into Facebook lives for a while. I'm pretty consistent with the podcast because it just across the board reaches the most people. But when I start get, getting bored of you know Instagram reels, I go back to posting static pictures with long captions or stories. Like refresh, don't stop talking about your program. Don't bail on your launch. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And if you do wanna step away from your launch, that's if that's the healthiest thing for you, you always can. But before you completely scrap your launch, see if you can just take things from a little bit of a new perspective. Switch things up a little bit, get a little refresh in there, make things fun again instead of stale. All right, so in summary, remember that if you feel like a broken record, that doesn't mean that your audience thinks that you are a broken record. And whenever you feel like you need a refresh, Definitely revisit your personal yoga practice and then see if you can switch up the types of content that you're putting out into the world and really prioritize having fun with it. Your best content is going to be the content that you have fun putting out into the world. And if you're looking to really dive a little bit deeper and you're like, Meg, I want step-by-step, what content should I be posting, sending, creating every phase of my launch? We are having a yoga program launch boot camp coming up in October. So this is where we're sitting down, we're brainstorming, and we are creating our own roadmaps. And this is a really good time to be doing it because launching something in the new year is the best, busiest time for yoga teachers. So November, December is going to be whenever you're actually putting out this content. You're actually warming up your audience so that they are ready, excited, and they like can't wait to jump into your program in the new year. So go down to the show notes, hop on the wait list for bootcamp if you haven't already. I hope this episode was helpful for you. Definitely send me a message on Instagram if you haven't already. Let me know what your main takeaways are. And I can't wait to see you back here on the Yoga Biz Podcast really soon. 